0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Scale Riders Podcast. I am your host, 65Lokes. This is episode 163, solo episode on the road right now. I'm just taking off, literally, like, right now. I got about an hour and a half of a commute. Not too sure if uh, that's what I'm going to be delivering as far as an episode, but we'll see. There's quite a different amount of topics I want to talk about, you know, right out of my head. You know, while it's still fresh on my mind, I do want to talk about SoCal Open that just happened this last Sunday. And I also want to uh, get into some of the items that have been arriving at the scaleriders.com website store, as well as what's coming next week. Items that I have on pre order. I'm going to try to remember exactly everything. I mean, it's very difficult, there's a lot of items, but whatever I can remember. You know, I will uh, spit them out, (laughs) as they say. And one of the last things I wanted to cover also that I have not really been able to, because it's been a while for the solo episode, is just kind of get you guys updated as far as like where I'm at with the store, uh, the direction of where it's at, because as time goes on, you know, things evolve. So let's just go right ahead and get into it with the um, SoCal Open. And I also apologize for the noise uh, right now. If you hear like the AC, it's about 541 PM and it's like 80 degrees right now. I'm headed to Ventura County with this commute and man, it's hot right now in my car. And if I lower the windows, it's gonna be super loud. But anyway, so Soka Open happened Sunday, uh, May 1st, the beginning of May. And this was organized by Art Lasky you guys also know him from scalepro.com And the event was awesome It was a great It was another hit You know last year he had it around the time of October Because uh, The different dates That were uh, set And then there was cancellations So it kept getting Pushed back and pushed back So it happened in October I vended at that event It was cool But this one being in May During you know Right now, which we're pretty much very close to summer, it's it's like a very peak time where a lot of people come in. You know, a lot of people are very aware, a lot of people have the time, they're open, and it was cool, it was on a Sunday. And I mean I got there pretty early to set up. Setup time was about 7 a.m. between seven and eight. The show started at eight and it went on till three p.m. This time around, I I booked a bigger table. I got two tables, and I was quite impressed that my tablecloth actually covered both tables because it was meant for one, but I guess the sides that hang, I was able to spread that out, so I was was super happy about that pump. Just because it it gives it more of an official look, especially when you're walking up to the table to see what's there, and I just wanted to have the presentation uh, looking good as far as the table, and you know, all the vendors were, were um, setting up, but when I initially got there, you know, Gavin was one of the first vendors I was already, like, setting up, and he was in one of the corners of the gymnasium. I was on the opposite corner from him, so I went over, said what's up to him, he was getting his things ready, and I was just blown away by his display that he had. He talked about it on the podcast when I had him on, so that that was pretty cool to finally see that in person. All the wheels displayed, all the parts. Yeah, these little stands that were uh, made out of acrylic, and just everything, the flock, things like that, were just like set up. So that was cool to see. So you get about an hour to set up, and sometimes I can set up pretty quick, like within like 20, 30 minutes, I'm done, I'm I'm ready, you know. But this being The first time I booked two tables, I was like, dang, you know, this is actually taking the whole full hour because prior to the show, I was laying out on a piece of paper uh, how I was going to be laying out the stuff because there's various products that I'm bringing in and I have to kind of group it by what they are because I'm carrying various brands that make, you know, they all each make their own sanding pad, sanding stick, there's different um, you know, paints that I'm also carrying, tools, model kits, and other uh, detail accessories. So I had to divide the table into sections as to how I was going to organize everything. So I went ahead and started from the left-hand side with sanding materials. Next to that was the tools. The middle section was the detail parts, followed by... Paints, glue, and adhesive products. Right behind all that was where the model kits were. So um, it was it was just one of those things, you know, like, all right, I know how I'm gonna lay this out now because I drew it out, but now all these containers that I brought with me, small containers, I have to lay them out, sort through all of them, you know? And I did group them in the containers, but then again, you wanna save space and consolidate, right? Putting everything not like cramming it but you know just fitting everything into uh you know as as many less containers as, as you have to take you know because I mean it's a lot of work when you have to carry like so many boxes and containers and this show I, I was like you know thinking about it really thinking about it like all right what am I going to take what makes sense to take what are things that you know customers are looking for and it was cool to get suggestions you know from People in the community who were saying they were going to come out or just you know make sure you bring this so i was already taking notes and i and this time around i wasn't going to bring so many model kits like it was going to be more about the materials the tools and the detail up parts that for sure was what i wanted people to get excited about especially with the mr model brand that's made out in brazil that i recently started acquiring that was one of the things that I was, like, hyped about bringing out. And, I mean, I did have it in the in the center stage right there. And whatever Zoom On items that I had left, you know, in stock, the last items, those also I wanted to uh, pretty much bring with me. And, I mean, people were tripping out, like, all the stuff that they were seeing there on the table, you know. It was cool. You know, I met some new people. I met some people that came up, said what's up. That traveled far and I mean it, I was just kind of just you know like taking back and tripping out you know people are bringing up the podcast and stuff like that and I'm I'm happy that you know people are listening to it and they're enjoying it if anything that's one of the one things is that they're actually enjoying it because you know it's it, it's a trip man I don't, I don't know how to explain it <laughs> like You know, I I like doing the podcasts. I like doing the interviews. Right now I just love the way it's fitting with my schedule of being able to do a podcast every week. So, you know, I give you know mad props to you guys for actually taking the time to listen to them. I know you know you you wanna hear the stories from model builders, artists, and I mean I'm I'm happy to be sharing them. You know, I'm happy to be in that seat to be asking them these questions. And I'm also happy for them as guests to open up and talk about this stuff, you know. But at the same time, I also want you guys to feel like you're there. You're in the conversation as well, you know. And um, as time goes on, I want to upgrade things for sure with the podcast. I want to have do more video with it. Along with the audio. Because right now I mostly do just audio. But I have to... Pretty much... Evolve and transition. Making sure that each episode... Is the combination of both. And and there... It gets a bit tricky too because... Not everybody's in the US. You know, we have... Guests that are out in Japan. Guests that are out in Europe. You know, various places. And... It's just one of those things where, where we have to just kind of adapt to, like, what we have. The cool thing of options that we have right now is, you know, we could do an interview through WhatsApp, through the Facebook, through the phone, you know. Um, also, even through Instagram. I mean, Instagram and the Messenger <laughs> jump on the phone line right there, you know what I mean? Like, there's just various ways you can do it. And obviously, cell phone, landline. All, all that jazz you can do But the cool thing is Is that you know We're able to capture a conversation Document it And put it out to the world to listen You know and as, as time goes on More episodes are going to come More stories I feel like it just doesn't end there, There's a lot going on You know So going back to SoCal Open it, it started to get busy pretty early You know very early on in the day People were showing up, busting out their cars. Tables were starting to fill up. People were just all over the place buying various items. You know, there was the place was full of vendors. So everybody um, had, you know, people just doing the rounds, going to each table, buying a kit, buying some tools or buying some wheels, various things. One of the coolest things was to see Gavin in action. That was his first show, Vandy. And I I feel because I've seen his story progress from when he started. I still remember when he told me before he launched it, before he went live, that he was going to start a business. You know, he, he pretty much had things in the works. So just seeing from then to where he's at now and then hearing his story, you know, and I feel like it's like from listening to him speak, and knowing the story, you could say that model building is what saved him, you know? Being in a foreign country, losing your job during the pandemic, and what else are you gonna do? You know? It's almost like any attempt you're trying to do something to progress, you can't. But he managed to pull through, he had some ideas, he saw there was a problem, he thought of a solution, and there's what gave birth to low order model car parts. And the rest is history. Look where he's at now. He's in a way better place. And, I mean, he's out here in California. He made that happen. He, he actually came out. He vended. And I believe he's going to be out in Texas. So maybe by the time this is out, he will uh, already be out there or on his way out there. But that's the next show that Plastic Society with Detail Junkies, Andres, Skeleton are organizing. You know, so it's exciting, you know, and just seeing him chilling and all of a sudden there was like a long line and just people, boom, coming through, coming through. People would come over to me and be like, yo, where's uh, Gavin or or, or "Or where's the guy who's with the wheels, you know, he's on that side over there. Hey, you better hurry up before he sells out, you know, and that's always the fear on things, right, that it's going to sell out. And I mean, for sure, if, if you were going to this show, you wanted to hit his table first, If you were looking for lighter parts, for sure. Wheels, accessories, all that stuff. You definitely, definitely wanted to go with him first. And, I mean, there was a little bit of everything, you know. But aside from the vendors, down to the tables, man. There was so many model kits that were being presented for the first time. I'd say probably because of, due to the pandemic and not being so many shows. And not everybody being able to attend every show. Uh, this one here, bringing everybody collectively, you know, a lot of models were presented that I have not seen. There was some that I've seen previously before, you know, but this time around, there was a lot that I had never seen before. And I was just blown away. The detail that was put together on some of these models was, I mean, we like to say the same words, right? Like insane, badass and all this stuff. But I feel like, When you see this stuff, you start to, like, run out of vocabulary words, you know? You just got to see it for your eyes. Pictures don't even do any justice, you know? And you're starting to see, like, the level, the levels up of where it's at now. Because whenever you're, you follow, like, a scene or you're into something, you're being introduced to it at that state where it's at right there and then. And a lot of the times when things evolve, um, you, you're a part of that evolution. Like you're there seeing it happen, but you're not really taking too much into notice. You know, it's just kind of happening. And then it catches you by surprise. The next thing you know, you're like, wow, like, wait, how did this happen? You know, and then you got to backtrack into that timeline and you start to see like, oh man, you know, how, how did I not see this coming or what? But, and that's kind of how I felt like when I saw the cars, because from the shows that I started to attend, you know, in the beginning of like 2017, 2018, 19, and now we're jumping to 2022, I mean, with the span of all those years and the cars that I saw the, the game has changed, definitely You know It's It's just a trip how People have become more invested In detail And in scale Because You would always hear things about You know Like criticism Oh, the, you know this, this looks good That looks good, but you know what Those wheels are too big Oh, those wheels are too small. That engine's too big. In real life, those patterns wouldn't be, those lines would not be like that. That's way too big. Or that flake is too big. You know, there's all those things, right? But it's not to knock the person, it's just those things get pointed out from those that see it. But the ones that don't see it, they just are unaware, they don't know. And if they find out, it depends on them if they want to maybe tweak that in the future for a different build. Or not listen and just keep doing what they're doing, right? And everybody has every right to do whatever they want to do. So it's all good. You know, everyone definitely gets a pass on that. And, But I feel like now, it's a bit different. It's a bit more critical, you know. People are definitely enjoying the building part everything that goes along with it and you're really not hearing too many complaints about things people are just kind of just going in and they're doing it and it's it's just one of those things where I feel like you have to be very obsessed with your build you know I know that model building is a hobby and when you're at work or when you're somewhere else Doing something, you you're you're you have model building in your head, like you're just thinking about it. You can't stop thinking about it, you know. But the minute that now you're in front of your table, in front of your bench, it's like I feel like you have to obsess over that car, over that build, and that's what's going to get you through it. Because when I look at these cars of these guys, I'm thinking like, yo. This dude must be looking at photos, videos, like, all day, all the time, right? Documentaries, interviews, whatever piece of information that the individual can find, he's getting it, and he's putting it together. Putting all the pieces together, how they say, because before, you know, pictures, pictures was a reference, But now it seems like pictures isn't enough. You have to go beyond that now, I feel like. Because the amount of detail that I'm seeing now on these cars, the level that they're taking it, it's almost like that's become the standard now, you know? And some people have already been on that level, but now they're going further. And myself and others, you know, we're not on that level yet. But it's cool that we see other people are on that level ahead of us, that we could cheer on, that we could give props to, ask questions to. Because, man, it it would be tough to be that person on the front line, you know? And um, everybody in the back being like, yo, what do we do or what? You know what I mean? Like, or how'd you do that? It's really interesting, you know? And my take from being at that show and just having a chance to look at the cars, you know, my take was like, man, the levels are high right now. They're And they're just gonna keep going higher and higher, you know? Um, we always hear about model builders, you know, being like this one guy was like really good, the greatest in different parts of the country. And in Europe, you know, everybody has their hero for sure. Everybody has their hero. And it, it's like, it's like when you're part of a squad that skateboards, right? You always got that one friend, that's the dopest one out of the crew, the dopest one and the craziest one, the one that that will try to like kickflip off a set of like ten stairs or something, and you're like, hell no, I ain't doing that. But they're down, they're down to do stuff like that, right? But now I feel like with evolution it's not just one person now more and more people are popping up there's just more people popping up and we just have to congratulate them you know and embrace what what's going on we have to embrace this era of technology with 3d printing we have to embrace everything that's coming forward because all those things it's it's what's going to help the the model building you know and um Yeah, it felt good to be able to walk around and see the cars because, I'll tell you this, vending, it's like, there's pros and cons to it. The pros, for sure, is you're bringing brand awareness to your store, you're meeting new people, Uh, some of those people for the first time don't even know you have a web store, you know, so it's cool to have that interaction, Uh, give out a sticker or, um, you know, a bag with, with your website on it. With the you know products, whatever, or even a mention, things like that is pretty neat because it it definitely brings brand awareness that could in the future turn into a potential sale of some sort. Um, At the same time, you get to see um, the customers over and over. That now you start to build a relationship. Now you start to to know what they're into, what they do. So this way, whenever you come across a product, come across a tool or something that you know will help them, you're able to provide that information or acquire it and get it for them. So those are pros for sure, as well as uh, you're selling, you're creating some income right there. You're pushing out product that you're able to later purchase more and newer product. So those are definitely the the good things there. Um the cons I'd say is you're kinda stuck. Like it's very hard to uh just get away from the table and go do your thing, you know, browse other tables, chop it up with people and uh be looking at all the tables with all the model kits. I, I feel like when you're vending, it's very difficult to do that. You can't do that anymore. Like, I mean, you can if you have a team with you helping you. And... But, you know, like, in the beginning when you're starting out, it's it's very hard to just start off like that. Like, with, like, a squad, right? It, it takes time to to build where now you need, like, a couple of people to help you vend, you know? And now, I mean, this last show, one of my friends, shout out to my homie Randall, he he was helping me, and even a previous show he helped me out. But all the other ones, I was kind of just doing it on my own uh, because I only had one table, you know. But this one here, I was like, like yo, you know, I need some reinforcements, you know. And he, my friend came through, he helped me down, he helped me with it. But but even then, you know, I feel like it still it takes time because it's like what if what if they ask my friend a question he might not know or something I don't know or maybe you know he might be like oh man I don't got the change I mean like like he's all trying to wave me down yo I need change you know it could be anything different variable scenarios or whatever but um you know that's the that's the thing that's kind of like oh man but it's cool to do it you know like going back to the brand awareness and just seeing people being happy, knowing that, oh, it's here. I could buy it now. You know, all that stuff's, like, pretty cool. But I remember the, um, the sh- one of the shows, like, in October, I wasn't even able to really see the, any, of, any of the builds at that time. You know, and, and that kind of sucked for me. I was like, man, like, I wasn't able to get any shots, anything like that. I took shots of whatever tables were the nearest to me. You know, but I couldn't just walk to the other side or anything like that so that was like super hard right there to do but this time I was able to go around through the tables and do the rounds take photos I posted some of them not all I'm, I'm kind of just taking my time and I'll be posting more little by little you know but yeah I didn't want to uh, go too crazy right away like I used to You know, before I was thinking, man, before I had all this time, show up at the show, set up, had time to, like, chop it up with people, had time to look at stuff. (laughs) And now it just feels uh, quite limited, right? But it's all good, though. It's all, you know, just being there is pretty tight, you know, at the show. And there's going to be another show in November. I got to get I do have the flyer at, at my home. I'll have to pull it out and mention it on another future podcast. It's going to be at the NHRA Museum in November. They always do it around November. So that takes place in the city of Pomona, California. So i will be out there. I'm still not sure if if I will be there vending. I'm not... I have not made my decision yet uh, as to if I'm going to be there or not. I've been to that show before, uh, but... Well, if um, if I do decide to do it, if things align right, then I'll definitely make that announcement. That way, you know those those that are going or plan on going, um, just a heads up, you know. But uh, we'll we'll see what's up. There's there's shows that pop up here and there, and some that I'm not even aware of. I find out about them until like that day or the next day, <laughs> and I don't. I don't know, I don't know if, if it's because it doesn't get promoted um, online, maybe it's only being promoted on one channel, and not all the channels, who knows, but, but it's all good, I mean, I'm not trying, I, I'm honestly not trying to vend at every show that comes up, because I got a family, I got a daughter, my fiance, and most of these shows are on the weekend on a Sunday or a Saturday, and I love spending time with them, you know, but I know later, as my little one gets older, I'll, I'll bring her with me, you know, I'll bring them with me. So this way, um, they, she gets to see like what goes on, like where I'm at, what you know, the model cars and all that stuff, you know, you start exposing them to all that stuff. I think that would be fun, you know, but for now she's too small. She'll get bored real quick. Or she'll just want me to hold, hold her. You'll see me vending, just holding her with one arm. <laughs> and then the other arm over here handing change so uh (laughs) yeah it's just funny because i'm I'm imagining it and um so yeah the the show was good though overall you know at the end i wasn't able to hang out uh for the award ceremony i did sponsor an award a pick uh juana mesqua built this like very beautiful uh riviera 65 that i was just like amazed you know by it like just looking at it and the paint job he did on it and everything i was just like like dude like this is so dope that was my pick right there it was very hard though you know i was cruising along the tables looking at all the cars taking uh, the photos i was taking and then i was going back to my table and during downtime i was just you know looking at each photo looking at the cars and stuff and you know out of all the photos i took which were my my top three you know narrowing it down top two and then all right the one so you know for for this year 2022 the so-called open pick went to Juan mesqua he did post it later i'll i'll do a repost on the photo and you know the the show is supposed to end at three but it still carried on um for the the raffles those the raffles and then the awards what is what was next so you know i i once i packed up you know i started look at the clock and i'm like man like i don't want to get home too late because i I have to spend some time with the fam because i was on the sunday and then on top of that i was already going to begin my uh extensive work week uh holiday work week on monday so i had to just be ready you know to to take on that and um I wasn't, I wasn't going to be able to, uh, to do that. You know, if, um, if I didn't leave, I mean, I was going to work regardless, but it was going to be tough. You know, I was going to be like, dang, like, like it, it was just going to be like super, like super hard, you know, to be able to, uh, to do that. Check, check. All right, guys, um, how to stop the recording real quick. Um, had a detour real quick I don't know, I was like what the heck's going on But anyway, I'm cool back in the route I just wanted to I think it's time for the part 2 This is the the next section right here The uh, topic I wanted to talk about is uh, New arrivals to the scalewriters.com web store So I haven't given too much info As far as like podcast episodes As to what comes in lately, you know, and I think going forward, I'm going to be keeping you guys updated with some of the latest stuff that comes in, uh, whether it's a bonus episode or maybe a video episode, uh, something of some sort. So this way I can deliver the message to you guys, because there has been various items arriving weekly to the store. And I mean, I've come a long way with it because I still remember back when I was beginning, where I wasn't able to do a weekly uh, purchase. You know, I wasn't bringing stuff in every week. It was one of those things where I'd make my purchases for the month and I'd have like maybe a couple or a few brands, you know, their items come in, have them up on the web store and whatever time it took to sell, you know, half the stock or fully be out of it, you know, I would restock for the following month. And I was ordering overseas, so a lot of times that was delayed as well. But now, I mean, there's various uh, companies that I work with, also distributors that I work with. So I'm able to um, get product in every week and kind of maintain, like, a a healthy stock of products in the store. And, you know, one of the products I had made an announcement on Instagram. For those that, you know, follow me on Instagram, you know, you'll know that that's where I'm mostly active every day. I also post on Facebook and Pinterest, other social media outlets as well, but Instagram would be like the one of the main ones where you'll hear at first, you know, things that are going on and in the stories behind the scenes, you know, various things and Mr. Model Is uh, like a precision detail part that it's it comes from all the way from Brazil, and they do a lot of accessories for model cars and also other scales. I had gotten you know recommendations from a lot of my customers to get this brand. Uh, Some of them told me like you know I want to buy this brand, but I'm gonna wait. If you get it, I'll I'll get it from you you know, type of thing. And over time, you know, of request and you know, people hitting me up and just, you know, checking out their stuff, speaking with the owner, you know, we've managed to, to reach that point where, you know, I was like, I wanna definitely get your stuff in. And um and I started to get their products in and I mean they're they're amazing I love the packaging the presentation of it it's really good quality stuff and I've heard a lot of good things from my customers regarding their parts and you know the catalog is growing I'm I'm ordering more and more stuff they just announced their latest line like some of the new products they got coming out and that's one thing that I like that got me excited is that They're actually creating more items. You know, I don't know how long, how often they do it. Like if it's maybe once a year or once every few years, I don't know. But I do know that they are coming up with more products. And that makes it exciting because there are companies out there that make various products. And that's it. You know, they make like a menu of like 20, 30 items and they just sit on that, and that's it, you know, and that's, you know, for some companies, that's cool, you know, it just depends, like, how far they want to take it, or what they could afford, but it's always exciting when the company continues to grow, continues to come out with more and more stuff, you know, that's always a, a plus right there, and, so I got customers hitting me up like, yo, you're going to get this? You know, I want to get this out. So I, I'm going to be getting pretty much all of the new items that they're coming out with uh, to celebrate the release, to have it here in the U.S. as well and making it available. Uh, so Mr. Model is one of the, the newest additions to scalewriters.com. Another brand who I've today as i'm recording this earlier in the day i received my second package from is a zoom on model based out of hong kong Uh, zoom on model also makes detail parts uh primarily focused on 124 scale uh jdm import cars and i mean the stuff is just so dope you know everything from the wheels the seats steering wheels uh their polishing pads material like every little thing that they do it's it's really nice another thing was it was with the presentation you know as soon as i got their their items in i checked them out and i love the way the packaging is the way it looks their their color palette everything you know they really did their homework and they are parts that uh, customers seek for, you know. One one thing, you know, with customers when they have to order overseas, one of the, the downside the the downsides from it is that it takes long time to get. It takes a very long time. Sometimes you could get lucky and get it in two weeks or in a month, but then there's sometimes delays where it can take upwards to two months, three months, or they might you know, depending what's going on in the world, they might say, we're not offering shipping to the U.S. right now. All those all those things can happen at any given moment now, you know. And, um, you know, me seeing that there's a void there, you know, and I don't see other businesses selling their stuff. So I was like, dude, like, definitely... You know, I don't even got to think twice. I'm going to carry their stuff. So, you know, people recommending the JDM scene, you know, are, are you going to carry Zoom on? You know, when will you get Zoom on? Next, you know, Zoom on is, has touched down in the States. It's with me. And one of the benefits of already being in the States is that when you order it, it, it will be shipped out within a day or two and you'll get it within that week you know so it instead of waiting so long you know and and it's not that's like with anything you know once it it's in the states or in your country you know in Canada wherever it's it's dope you get it right away and you know this order was a bigger order than my first one this order is pretty much like double the size. And, I mean, I'm going to continue to order more and more items. There were some items I was not able to get because they were out of stock. And that's another thing, too. Like, they sell out a lot of their items. They're very popular in the U.S., in Europe, in Asia. Like, they're popular. So it's one of those things where I got to jump on it. You know, I got to make my decisions the minute that. I see it available it's like green light submit that order and this time it did not take me too long I did pay for more of the express shipping just because I wanted the items to arrive fast um those are you know benefits when when a manufacturer can offer you that so this way you can get it as soon as possible uh to restock those shelves you know um so, Zoomon is another brand. If you're looking for Zoomon, it's available right now. You know, uh, items are very limited. So, if, if it's something you've been waiting on, the rivets are back. There's a lot of, like, little tiny little things that they make. You know, they even have um, the wheel valves. There, there's just so much that's on there. And, uh, but the seats are, are super rad the ones that they make they're pretty much replicas of real like racing seats and they're all available on the site next week I have a forthcoming um, Aoshima shipment coming in and this one by far is going to probably be one of my biggest shipment coming in <laughs> because when I when I was like checking it I was just tripping out on how many boxes there that are going to show up and I'm like what like you know because the boxes are pretty big and I was just like thinking like did they just run out of boxes and they're using tiny little boxes or something but I don't think that's the case you know once they once it comes in I'll I'll have to take video and photos and uh, post or to share to you guys just so you guys could see what I'm talking about uh, but yeah it's it's gonna be kind of kind of crazy next week. you know I had there's a lot of items that I had ordered and because of those issues with shipping, you know items being stuck in containers, stuck in ships from the past and just you know so many delays, it, it finally those items finally, made it to the states they finally got to see the light you know they got to see the doors open from the container the light shooting in like a beam you know they, they, they got to breathe some air and um, you know I had gotten notified about it that it was here and you know I believe it arrived in like in the east coast and, and at that point I had an opportunity to also uh, add more items to my order that I already had. So I just went ahead and added some more items. And, you know, everything got sorted out. And, you know, one of the items that I always got hit up on through Messenger, you know, through DM, email, was always that Toyota... A helix truck like the, they're kind of like their, like their lowrider edition where it has the camper it's that red truck that's just slammed to the ground you know I, I kept getting hit up about that mini truck when are you gonna get it you know I would get um, even the notifications like out of stock the the, the sign ups on that too so I'm gonna be getting about 12 copies of those I was trying to get more but That was as much as I could get at the moment. So I'm hoping I could get more on my next order. Uh, Hopefully they don't sell out or else I won't be able to get those for months. You know, who knows when. But now that they're here and they're on their way, they are available for pre-order on the website. So if you put in a pre-order now, um, you're pretty much locked in to get one. And once they arrive next week, I pretty much will just package and ship out your order. There's like a few more other items I kind of set up like that because they're they're inbound. Um, other items I'm gonna enable them, but on some I just might wait until when they arrive just make them available, you know. But I know for these these special ones that are very sought after that people want, uh, I I do you know that's one of the reasons why I did the pre order. Just because it's like bringing you a heads up, like hey, it's it's gonna it's gonna come, you know, next week, and uh, so that's there. That's there. If you're one of the, if you're one of the persons that wants one of these, it's there, available for next week. So a lot of exciting things, you know. We got some of the latest colors from Slash Paints as well. They came out with some new colors. I stocked up on those. Stocked up on their primers. Um, I still have quite a good amount of clear of their 2k gloss clear available as well so right now with the splash zoom on and um and the aoshima stuff that's gonna be arriving next week i mean that's that's a lot a lot of eye candy right there you know to have on the bench and um i i need to restock on infamy model You know, I I have uh, an order that I need to place very soon because I'm out of the cutting mats, but I will be getting those in soon. But this time around, I'm gonna get all four uh, different mats, all four types. So there's a type A, B, C, and a D. So I will be carrying all of them. By far, type A with the straight lines is like the most popular one. And part B, it's more like, like curves. And then, uh, C and D would be more like squares and shapes, you know, just various different types of shapes to cut out like little triangles, hexagons, you know, things of that sort, rectangles. Not very popular. Um, you know, I would sell out of them, but then there was just, wasn't really a response for them, you know? So it's one of the reasons why I wasn't carrying them, um. But now I'm like You know I need, I need to have all four You never know Someone might want You know B, C, and D So Those are Those are gonna be up Available I don't know Can you guys hear the wind in the background? Look at that Feels good Temperature's dropping Yeah right now I'm I'm like driving into the sunset How they say <laughs> Yeah I'm like I have my sunglasses on Just going straight Passing through all these like cities because the sun's like hitting me right in the face you know it's not making me drowsy or tired or anything like that um i'm pretty energetic right now thanks to you guys i feel like you guys are here right rolling with me and i'm just kind of just sharing out the info um so the Aoshima stuff coming through plots noon has been quite lagging you know, I have some stuff on order from them and it's it's just taking too long. It's in a ship somewhere out there in the ocean. <laughs> I don't know I don't know when it's gonna get here, but hopefully soon. Um But yeah, right now if you on the website there's a lot of various items that are there. Um, but Infinity Model is something that I need to restock especially from the show. It was a lot of their pieces that I sold out of that I need to get and then um, there's also Scale Auto, uh, no, not Scale Auto, Scale Motorsport. Uh, there's these really neat uh, stands, display stands that you can use for either for your home or for a model show, if you how you want to display your car. And I have those available too. I got a restock on those. Um, the the ends of it, like the beams that hold the glass in place. You can paint the beams also because uh, the stock color is like a gray, and um, you can color, you could paint them. You know, you could pretty much just. I would recommend you know getting them wet, cleaned up, maybe scuff them just a little bit, really light, and then uh, go ahead and shoot some primer, and you know, like anything else, just paint it like a model car. Put put a little decal on there or something. You know, just. Create like a theme to match your car, you know. This way, if you want to showcase the engine bay, the belly, um, everything, everything can be shown, you know. And um, those are those are also available uh, right there. And but yeah, there's a quite a number of stuff. And then oh yeah, I can't forget about the Kaito House Dodsons, the 510 Dodsons, the Bree Edition those cars are now available. There's an edition 005 and 006. I have both. Um, I only acquired a case of each. I didn't wanna to go too crazy buying so many of them. It already comes with like 24 units in each box. So I mean, that's a lot of cars. And it also comes with the Chase car. The Chases are gone. I mean, those, those I listed them on the site they're very sought after, you know, and um, they, they didn't last too long on the site. Somebody bought them, and um, that brand is, is has been taking off as far as, like, a very popular brand, you know. And, and at the same time, there's, like, more other items that they're showcasing that they're going to be coming out with in the future. So if you're already a veteran buying Kaido House with Mini GT collaboration, I mean, I don't think you're ever gonna stop buying these. You're gonna continue. Everything that they come out with, anything that they're feeding you with, you're gonna get it. If you're new to the game on that part and you wanna start getting into it, you know, get your hands on whatever you see because a lot of these cars, they're definitely, they're hot right now. They're they're just gonna get hotter later because once, once that edition comes out, and every store gets it, or vendor gets it, and they're gone. That's it. They don't. They're not going back to repress that colorway, you know. And um, I was staring at both of them, the, the 005006, just to compare the differences between them because they are different. And some of the differences I noticed was the inside, the roll cage was a different color on one of them. Uh, the windows are tinted than the other. The other one has clear windows. Um, the engine bay, the, the engines are a different color. And also the wheels, too. The, the wheels are quite different as well. So, in uh, the, the exterior, um, one of them has, like, a matte finish on the sides. And the other one's a little more glossy of a finish. So, if um, if you're a collector... You know, it's one of those things where you're, you're going to end up getting both because of those differences. Especially if you're a completist collector, you know. Uh, but if if you're not and you just want to get one just to have on your desk, you know. Or to have a piece of that Kaido House mini GT, then, you know, any of them is fine pretty much. But if, if you're into the differences and, and all that stuff yeah you're gonna for sure get both but yeah that was one of the latest die casts. there's gonna be other die casts that are gonna drop in the future that i'll get from tarmac works and also uh kaido house mini gt uh but not everything you know i'm not i'm not trying to go too crazy into the world right now of the 164 my primary focus is 124 125th scale and um you know the 164 will be there, present, but very lightly. Um, the same with the Gundam right now. I did get a, a shipment from Bandai, and not a lot of kits. I mean, one of the couple of cool things was the Sega Saturn and PlayStation. Those model kits were pretty rad. I have those in the store, and um, there's also um, other other Gundam kits that came through some GMs that came through through the pipeline that I have available. But like the same, you know, I'm not trying to go too heavy right now with it. But in the future, you know, I will extend the line. There'll be more uh, Gundam kits for sure that I'll be uh, carrying there. And and other than that, I mean, I, I think that wraps it up for new arrivals and what's to come, you know, because today... As I'm driving recording this, you know, this is, uh, what, Thursday afternoon, evening, and um, episode drops Friday, and next week, Aoshima stuff comes in, you know? So by the time you're hearing it, the Aoshima stuff's gonna be landing, or has already landed, you know? Uh, so the next segment, and the final one, too, because starting to get a little, a little tired. <laughs> and i'm i'm getting closer to where i'm headed and um is uh the shop where it's at right now at this point and um future thoughts and like direction of where i want to take it so you know thanks to you guys that have been you know supporting me by either purchasing items spreading the word recommending you know to friends and just bringing awareness to the online store um shouting out everything all those things help has have, have been helping a lot on my online store uh to grow you know there there had to been a lot of things that I had to pivot I had to change you know things that I acquired that I needed to retire get out of and acquire new things um a lot of uh like research and development a lot of sort like I would say I guess like a survey you know from customers and just having that interaction with the community being part of the community also is what contributed to all this and I mean I started off with just selling tools and I mean I know that you know there's only so many tools that a customer is going to get if you're offering premium tools to upgrade and those tools get upgraded. You know, there's only so much upgrades you can do. Once you have your your workhorses, those things aren't really going to give up on you. You know, they're going to go a long way. And anything else is just going to be like another add-on to uh, to enhance your skills and enhance what you're doing. You know, for me, tools was always important because I noticed the difference of the quality. I noticed the enhancements. I noticed the performance that I was getting, the results, all those things mattered. I, I started to figure out, you know, that it wasn't me that, you know, kept messing up. It was like the tool that was causing that mess up. So I had to fix that to get the correct tool for it, for the right job. And now it fixed that problem. Um, you know, there's all these like various things. And I remember a friend of mine bringing up a point, saying like, what if you cheapened out and you bought like a cheap airbrush, a cheap compressor, everything cheap, just because you were like, oh, it's expensive. Like, I don't want to spend a lot. But you're like hardcore about model building, right? You're like, man, I want to bust out. I want to get to this level. I want to be dope. All right. But then the minute you start shooting, you realize you're not getting those results and sometimes I'm pretty sure this has happened out of all the thousands of model builders in the world that because of the poor performance of that airbrush and compressor is what deterred you like or or made you like pretty much step away from model building it was your roadblock it was your wall from getting to the next step. It's what made you quit. It wasn't you, you know. In your in your mind you have the visual and you probably have the talent, but you couldn't really bust out with it because of the because of those tools, you know? And um, let's say that you do go out and you buy that compre- that nice compressor, that nice airbrush, and you're ready to go and you start to to see 50% of your vision on that first run you know it's not going to make you quit you come back again then you hit 60% then 70% next thing you know you're at 100% in your mind right there right in front of you and you compare both and you go wow I had this vision in my head and now it's right in front of my eyes like and I did it with, with these tools, you know? Um, I know there's an exception to the rule sometimes where we see videos on TikTok or whatever where you see someone who, you know, is highly talented and no matter what you give him, you know, you could give him a straw with paint and he'll shoot it through his mouth and he'll bust out with the candy paint job, Right? like we see these things online and they happen but that's not all of us not not everyone's capable of that you know (laughs) there's just some people that are performers and they're able to do that Uh, but everything has its limitations but when you have the right tools performance is going to come out everything's going to be very key you're not going to want to quit you're going to you're going to pursue it you're going to go after it you know So that was very important to me. I just became like a tool junkie, you know, collecting tools, using them, sharing the info and everything, you know, and it felt great offering that, you know, that service and those tools to my friends, you know, customers who later are now my friends, you know, all these things, you know, the community. But then again, you get to a point where there's only so much that you can sell so then you know you have to expand your horizons you have to pivot to the next thing what's going to be the next thing that's going to help grow your store and then again I started to think like well I mean am I going to pigeonhole myself to just tools and that's it like because if I the vision I have is a warehouse I vision a a brick and mortar store I am envisioning all these things right but if like I'm like, tools alone ain't gonna take me there. It's not gonna take me there. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna be the Harbor Freight of model tools. You know, or like Sears. You know, section where you go to the tool section or whatever. That's not gonna happen. You know, you start to see like, all right, these hobby stores, they carry everything. You know, they carry model kits, um, paints, tools. Materials, supplies, everything. You know, so as time went on, those pivots had to happen. You know, the evolution, and at the same time, the community reaching out. Hey, um, are you ever gonna get to me a primer? You know, you mention it, you use it, but you know, or or what's up? Because I can't get it in my area. Are you gonna carry House of Color? Are you gonna carry Iwata? You're gonna carry this. You're gonna carry that. So all these things, you know, came into the forefront. And, you know, I had to see, like, what were things that, that I can get at that time. I could not get everything. There was only certain things I can get. And at the same time, you know, I was along the way, I was meeting other uh, business consultants, business vendors who were pretty much you know, telling me and giving me a lot of knowledge on stuff, breaking me down, and, and friends, too, that were giving me an insight because it's like they were rooting for me, you know? They, they want me to, to grow. And, I mean, a lot of them had very valuable information that I, I had to do, you know? So then later, you know, we started to see more um, kits, paints, you know, it, it started to open up more avenues. More things started to come into the brand, and um, and then later, you know, once we had the paints, once we had the kids, the materials, we had the tools already. You know, the next thing now was was the the detail parts. I mean, people were hitting me up about it. Uh, those were those are the things that were missing. You know, when you go to like like I was saying earlier, a hobby store they have all these things go to your local hobby store pay attention to everything they have everything in that section and, and you're gonna see like everything is there and yes there will be some shops that might not have every brand or you know everything that i might be carrying but they do have you know the core things for sure they're gonna have them right so um at this point you know, I'm starting to see the store, the stock grow, the the different items grow, the 164 stuff started to come in, the Gundam stuff started to come in, all these different little things started to come in now, and the order started to change. You know, it went from just nothing but 100% tools, now the it changed from like, you know, 50% tools, 50% kits, and then now just all kits, and then kids paint, detail parts everything right and there was one that was like i was very excited about packing because this person ordered one kit new glue a can of primer you know some detail parts uh sandpaper like all these little things right and i was going oh man like this is either someone that that like is treating themselves like they're just like getting back into it, or someone that's new. I don't know, but I was just like, "Yo, this is this is a cool little pack right here," you know. Packaged it up and um, shipped away, you know. And I was just like, "Man, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this person's on Instagram." I don't know, um, but but yeah, things like that. It's like pretty neat to see, right? So now we're at the point where there's all these things coming in, and I'm just like. I still have that vision in my head. Like I still wanna get a warehouse space. Um, And then at some point, maybe some retail space as well. So I've been driving around town, you know, I've been cruising around different cities that are very close to me. Just seeing the landscape, uh, seeing what's available, what's out there, writing down phone numbers to places, you know, to lease. I have all these plans of what I would wanna do with the space, but it all just depends on how big, you know, I don't think that I'm gonna go crazy with a, with a huge space the, the first time around. My ideal plan is to, let's just say, for example, get like a smaller space, but a lease that is maybe for like a year or two. And um, And after that, once it reaches that point of expiration, the next, the next place would be to pretty much um, be uh, like double the size of that. And um, the, re- the reason being is just, you know, once you get into your initial first space, you're going to outgrow it. Even if you get a big space, so you're still going to outgrow it. But this first initial one is just to kind of um, get things rolling, right? Set stuff up, have the workflow, figure out the formula of how this is all gonna work, you know, with the space that you have. Once you make that happen, then you have your logistics, everything ready to go. Then when you know, all right, we need a, we need another bigger space. You're already looking for it. On that second year, you're already looking for it. You lock it down. And then you start to basically transition into the new spot the old spot, you fix it up. You have some time to fix it up, and give it back the way you got it, and you're good. And lease is terminated, and now you're 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 on to the next, right? And now you, and now all these other you know things will happen, right? That you'll make happen. But at this point, I'm look I'm looking around. You know, I'm I'm writing phone numbers and stuff uh, because. I mean, I'm I'm doing my searches online too. A lot of the information's online as well, but there's these one one areas where I'm like, huh, it's here, but I don't see it listed. So, those are the ones I need to get on the phone with and figure out all the info, you know, behind these things because it's not just rent. You know, you're not just paying rent. You're also paying for property taxes. You're paying uh, for the maintenance of the area, the trash. All these things are going into what you're gonna be paying each month so um, my goal you know is to get into a place so this way I'm able to operate online sales and be able to get more product you know pay the bills and once I'm at a position where it's big enough of a place now I could open the doors uh, to you guys my customers to come in and trust me, there's going to be a lot of things that I have in my mind that I want to do, uh, interactions and stuff, setting up. So this way, it's like a like a base, you know, like a home base, and uh, like hangout spot, you know, and you know, just being able to do a lot of things, you know, interviews as well, podcasts, videos, a lot, lot of lot of various uh, things, also events. I would like to even host events in there, uh, maybe even presentations like uh, like like an art gallery style, things of that of that sort. You know, uh, what if what if there's an artist that you know? In my mind, I'm like, yo, everybody needs to know who this person is. This person's making noise. You know, I'd like to organize an event in my space where everything in there that's being displayed is from this guest that we have that we're showcasing as an artist and you know have people come through they could bring their family you know diff- different vibes you know what I mean that way um, you know they get recognized and I mean there's there's just so many so many things that you know I want to do but it it's it takes work though it's time you know it's and I'm patient like I'm not, it's a marathon, you know, it's, it's not a race. So um, I know where I'm headed. I know where I want to take it. That's why every order that comes in, I take it serious. I make sure to pack it well. I make sure that it goes out on time. You know, I'm, I make sure that all these things are there, you know, uh, with each order that comes in. Because I know that each order that comes in is contributing to that goal of where I want to take it. You know, and uh, because you know, you you have to start from the bottom, and that's how I feel. I feel like I've started from the bottom, and I'm just kind of growing and growing and growing and growing. And yeah, I mean, th- there's gonna be things along the way that are gonna be some challenges, but I am definitely um, gonna embrace them when they come. You know, I'm gonna handle them, and we're gonna get through it. And the location the place and all this that i have in my mind that vision will come to light it will i know it will you know um this what i'm doing is serious you know it's not like i've said before not one one foot in one foot out i'm invested in this like 100 percent. you know i do have a um a day job which is somewhat transforming into like part-time because i'm not really working my full hours you know and, you know, with scale riders, it's like a full-time job, you know, because er- promoting online, packaging stuff, you know, moving stuff here and there, boxes, everything. Like, it's labor. There's days where I could be tired at night, but I'm like, no, I got to package this stuff, you know. I can't be lacking on it. I got to get it together and go. Um, so... Because I, I want to take it somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, the minute the minute that, you know, the job I have right now, the family business, the minute I'm, I'm, I'm out, like, where it's done, that's it. I'm on my own, you know? I'm not going to look for another job. I'm not going to look... Like, I'm not going to work for somebody else to tell me what to do, you know? I don't have a problem with that, though, either. <laughs> but not trying to have, like, an attitude. But it's just... I, you know, my dad was an entrepreneur and I was raised on that, you know, from seeing him do that as a kid and that experience that I have and what I got going on right now. It's like, I feel like I was put here on this earth to do this. I I was put here to do this, you know, and um, I feel like everything's timing, you know, when I look back at my timeline. I feel, I, I feel a certain way, the way things are lining up, you know. But at the same time, I'm not just sitting there <laughs> thinking, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's going to come tomorrow. No, I have to work hard. I have to get it to the next level, you know. And that's why you have to pivot, you have to do all these things. And I hope that you guys that are listening, whatever you're doing in your life, and you want to get to the next step, you can't wait around and, and just wait on it to come to you. You have to go after it. You have to work hard and get it out there, you know? You have to put yourself in uncomfortable positions. Um, you know, get out of your comfort zone. If if you're shy, you got to break out of that shyness, you know? There's just so many things you got to do. But, but, yeah, I, w- I want to definitely... Um, you know, have, have a, a lot of products and various things. But as but as time goes on too, you you guys are gonna see. There's gonna be certain items that I'm not gonna, in the meantime, stock. You know, um, I'm gonna just retire them from the store. I it's either because I know the margins that it gives and the the price points, they're just not acceptable. You know, or I just I just don't think they're cool. You know. Um it's kind of crazy like the prices I see with like AMT kits how how much they're going up and uh and Revell you know like you know those those days are it, it being like really low are are pretty much done but once in a while in the wild you're going to find a deal or you're going to find them at a, at a model show or they're going to be on sale or whatever and those and that's when you know it, it's time that's cool with you you know you got to jump on that but um you are I don't know like some stuff I'm not I'm just not interested in it and it's not even the car the cars are cool you know like I could be like like oh man um let's just say 64 Impalas are out let's say they bring them back and if um and people want them but if the price is too much like I don't even want to carry it like I don't want to be selling uh like a forty dollar impala you know knowing that you know we were getting them for like 25 or like 20 bucks 12 bucks and that was like three three years ago it's not like it was 20 years ago you know it was just recent so um i don't know it's just kind of kind of a trip but um because then also, I don't know, I feel like it gives a bad look, you know? Like, it almost makes it seem like I'm putting a price up to put the price up. And it's like, nah, like, you, I don't know. Once you start co- comparing, you'll notice or, or you'll see it, you know? Um, but I I feel like my, my message with being a seller is, or like a responsibility is like, bringing your customers things that they need, you know, and seeking for what they need, you know? Um, because I, I always refer back to the backbone for me for, like, DJing. When I got into music with DJing and I was buying my records, I was buying the records that I like, but then it got to a point I started to discover new records that no one had ever put me on, I started crossing over to different genres and I started studying those genres, taking a big likeness to them and realizing like, yo, like this genre or this track is on a whole another level than this one I hear. If I play this one, this is a song they hear all the time. And everybody has a song. But if I hit them with this one, this is gonna trip them out. It's going to get their attention. And this is going to be the one that they're going to be asking, who made that song? You know, where'd you get that? It's going to turn into that. And it's also what's going to make you stand out. So it was one of those things where, you know, in the beginning, whenever I got booked and I'd play, I'd play the stuff, like stuff like that, like new stuff, new stuff all the time. And I had friends who would always play the same stuff all the time. And I would always say, damn, dude, you're playing a safe set. You know? It's like you're scared to play something else because you're scared of, like, the reaction you're going to get from people. You know? I'm like, dude, take a risk. Like, play play what you want to play. Or, or just play. Introduce them. Introduce them to new stuff. You know? And I understand at the time it was kind of different. Like, not pe- people weren't really open to stuff. But right now, everybody's open to everything. Everybody... Wants to listen to everything. Everybody has their own top five now, which is cool, you know. And I mean, I still dig for music. I still buy CDs. I still buy records, seven inch, twelve inch. Um, I'm still collecting stuff. And it's so funny because as I'm buying this stuff, I'm still thinking in my mind like, oh, one day when I play this. And <laughs> but I have no plans of playing anywhere right now or anything like that. But I still buy. I still collect all that stuff. But it's the same thing with the with tools. It's the same thing with the kits. It's like, why do I want to introduce the whole line of AMT kits when they're being sold everywhere? That's not going to make me stand out, you know? What if I bring a line of kits that no one's really selling, right? Then that's what's going to make me stand out. If I'm the only cat selling Aoshima, and I have, like, the biggest Aoshima selection, it's going to stand out. If I have the biggest Hasegawa selection, Fujimi selection, it's gonna stand out. Which those two brands I need to build on because they're quite small. But I'm just using that as an example. Nunu Plots another one, you know, all those brands that are a bit, can be a bit hard to find or your store does not really stock, you know, those, I mean, they make dope stuff, but some places just don't carry the stuff. The same with the tools. Some people don't want to deal with overseas. Some people don't want to deal with the waiting or any of that the risk of like oh I'm giving this guy my money what if what if I don't <laughs> what if it doesn't arrive or I don't get anything you know there's all those things right there but uh, for me I mean I'm willing to take that risk and I'm willing to get that stuff like because I know what, it, what it's capable of and at the same time I know that having that type of I don't know if edge is the word but that style it's what's definitely going to help you know, bring make some noise uh, to my brand. So, um, man, I'm already here. That's crazy. I thought I was gonna stop earlier, but I hope I didn't bore you guys either. That I was just rambling. I was pausing for a while at times, just because, you know, I'm I'm trying to limit some of my words too, as far as, like, you know, the the ums the. The yes, the whatever, the buts, all that stuff. I'm, I'm trying my best to get better at speaking, you know. But thanks to you guys for listening because I'm able to continue doing more and more and more. And it's always practice every time. But now I'm trying to eliminate certain words from my vocabulary. So this way I do not keep repeating it over and over and over. But then again, guys, I'm here. I made it. Can't believe I made it safe thank you guys for rolling with me all the way from point a to point b we made it safe i'm happy about that and now it's time to get to work it's 7 15 p.m um i i don't know it's gonna be a long night but um and that was one of the reasons why i had to do the solo episode you know no no guests i just had to do it on my own but thank you guys peace out Please stay tuned for another episode of Scale Riders Podcast. This is episode number 163. We'll have a guest at 164. Keep posted. Peace out. Stay safe. I'm out.